Jarrell gets more awesome, just like the Grail said, this week on The Hapless Heroes. I am Lord Jarrell the Light. Welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. Let's get right into it. We're going to intro our cast starting this time on my right with Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at Jarrell's service. To his right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I'm just going to grab a couple of these bolts. To her right, we have Zach as Parada Lincolnwoods. Hey, it's me, Parada Lincolnwoods. Did I pronounce my name right? (laughs) I don't think you did. We'll get to that next time. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. With the power of hugs, I whoosh! And to his right, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. All right, Jarrell, look alive, buddy. We, we, We got a plan. All right, so we last left off with what was left of Moradin booting... Jarrell and so much more than he was back off into the void. But back out at the other end of the void, we have the rest of the party. We have a Boris who has noticed a um, little structural issue, a little uh, construction step missed, perhaps on the uh, interstellar semi trebuchet or whatever it actually is. If Dr. Hines is involved, it's probably called an innator of some kind. I'm not really sure. We'll find out when they tell us, because I don't know until then either. And the rest of you have uh, returned to claim the uh, the remains of Lord Jarrell the Light. I believe you have a large crab at your disposal as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to ask the crab nicely to hoist Jarrell up and See if it listens to me. Yeah, the same way that Boris had you do it before. Old, uh, Good. Old yeah, it was reaching boy. for one arm and one leg to start, and then when you said the same way Boris told you to do it before, it adjusted and went back to grabbing it by the arms, and then it kind of passes it around to spin it so it's facing forward and has Jarrell held out in T pose, <laughs> held <laughs> held by the arms, which are probably being stretched out by this crab. Yeah, let's get the, can we get the arms like maybe down a little, little further, like down by the side? Just like, you know, just get under, just get un, like in the, like a little in the armpits, just to hoist them up, you know, and put like, keep the arms down. Uh, Hector. Hector kind of loosens a little to let Jarrell's feet hit the floor. One of the claws comes off his arm. Jarrell's right arm just flops to his side. And the crab scratches its head a second with the uh, claw and kind of reaches under with the claw like completely closed and just sort of hoists it under (laughs) the armpit like a forklift. 
kind of lifts up a little, <laughs> tests it. Sees it's satisfied with that. Then does the same with the other arm. Let's go. The body kind of like slides a little bit and it reaches the other claw under completely closed and lifts it up and now is hoisting Jarrell very much like some kind of forklift under the arms with two claws that are just outstretched right in front of it. Perfect. It's not much. But it, it, it's going to go easier on Jarrell's body, but it's right. It's I, I won't tell you that it's more convincing. Um, it's not more convincing, but like I don't know what other option we have, and like Felix is is really tr- desperately trying to cling to this plan as as best as possible, so as not to blow up his own spot. Someone else will have to do that. Um, and I'm just gonna say, all right, Hector. Uh, I guess uh, no, this could be a bit of a complicated request, buddy. So you know, just do your best, but you know, just try to make it look like he's walking, and let's go. Hector takes care to hold it closer to the floor, but it's his feet are just dragging on the ground. Yeah, I'm um because I'm unclear, Boris. You know what? How many oh, legs sorry, does Hector have? Is it a six legged crab or does he have eight legs no, or he, more? Eight. Eight, eight, eight. Well, I feel like, like you know, six actual like support legs, and then the two that have the claws are in addition okay. to the six support legs. All right. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I I see how complicated it might be, and I actually I'm just gonna get in between because I'm short. I'm gonna get between Jarrell's legs and like just kind of arms out, like kind of just move his legs, you know, along while Hector yes. just hoists him up. This is the best I could do. You know what? Yeah, I think the dimensions all kind of work. You're not, you know, Hector's big enough where there's going to be space in there for you to do that. It's right. not going to be awkward. It's just going to smell gently crustacean. Peridot, I need you to get on his back and hold his head up. You got it, dude. And uh, Quinn, you know what to do, right? You, 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 you've been practicing your Jarrell voice, right? Yes? I am Jarrell. <laughs> like, right. J- wait, no, no, you're Lord Jarrell the Light, remember? I am Lord Jarrell the light. There we go. Yes. It is absolutely yes, we need to make absolutely clear that it is Lord Jarrell the Light and not Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I have not personally made this mistake at all today. Never. No once. No. (laughs) Have not. And we will uh start making our way back to the group. Yes. Uh, And hope nobody notices us just, you know, loading the inert form of Jarrell into this rocket. Seems lively Um, to me. Paradell's making yes, it seem, exactly. yes. Paradell's making the motions seem very lifelike mm. and animated. Perfect. All right, we we're heading back. It's, this is it's 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 ride or die here. We're just we'll see if it's convincing enough. All right, so you guys are walking. I want to go to Boris. With your knowledge that you have gained, have you are you going to be doing anything with it? Uh, yeah, I go over to where I see the the bolts and things on the ground. Uh, does it look like it's like, you know, like there there's there's a place where the bolt should obviously go and I'm pretty convinced I could fix it or like is this look like extremely complicated machinery that I should be seeking you know an adult for 
Well, you see, here's the thing. People you should probably seek aren't adults, but that's neither here nor there. Because I would say that you feel reasonably confident that this is the sort of thing where, well, there's one size, you know, like if we just match the size of the nuts to the bolts, it'll probably work. Fix it. Sure. Um, <laughs> With my best Boris confidence. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. What kind of check would you like to use to do this? You're not going to bring it to the attention of the people who built this fucking thing? No, I'm going to see if I can fix it first. I'm, I'm confident. My perception's I good. I think I, we're, we're good. Um, this doesn't seem like an acrobatics thing. Insight? You know what? Insight, you are try with insight, you try to um, see if you can sense the intentions of others. And I would say that it would apply here. You are starting to sense the intentions of the builders of this through your examination. So, yes, we will allow an insight check if that is what you so choose. Oop, oop, dice falling. Oh, I rolled a nat 20. Uh, So 35. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, like... Like, they didn't size these bolts for no reason. Like, it's actually as easy as insert tab A into slot B kind of stuff. Like, there's an Ikea-style instruction manual sticker on the side of the plate. Yeah, Yeah. like, it's very (laughs) obvious what needed to be done here, and that the dimensions of the parts used would make it impossible to get wrong. I fixed the crap out of that thing. Okay, sounds wonderful. We're going to take it as read via your skills that you are able to do these things. All right. Um, Anything you choose to do after that? You're not in the sort of place you would be expected to be. You're not on the launch pad. You're kind of like underneath the starting mechanism. Hmm. I mean, okay, I'm just going to like look around, I guess, and like... Kind of like see how I expect this thing to work via the startup mechanism and everything. Like, you know, just kind of investigate okay. the whole Good. system. So um, just on your examination of what we have, there is a central platform. It is round. It sits right about at the center of where the tower kind of uh, with the um, with the scope and stuff was. It sits maybe about 12 feet high. It is about, oh, 50 feet across. It has sort of a central platform in the middle that is also round. It is about 10 foot in diameter right in the middle there. And you can see that it is attached to a couple of sort of now slack straps that go up into the overarching mechanism here, which we would say has four poles that start about 50 feet out from each corner and they go up 150 feet in the air and attach to a gantry up top. And there's several right now slack straps that are attached to it. And it looks like it is primed to launch this at a 45 degree angle up and out towards the edge of uh, the space that we are in right now. It's jank. It's rickety. 
it looks very much the part of a Rube Goldberg sort of contraption. Um, like, especially underneath the platform, there are lots of gears and linkages that do God knows what. There's a lot of spinning. There's uh, there's flywheels that are storing energy. There appear to be a couple of turbines. There's some air power going on. A couple of Tesla coils for added effect. Like a boot at the end of a stick that's kicking a target periodically. We don't even know how we get Mouse to trap. Yeah, <laughs> It's just all kinds of wacky shit going on down here. I'm in it now. So uh, Boris pulls something that looks vaguely like an engineer's cap out of her disguise kit and just starts looking around and seeing if there's any way she can tinker and make it better, completely convinced off of her like Ikea build previously that she's now qualified to like make the trebuchet better. Oh, we're doubling down. I like <laughs> it. We're going to from here before we kind of get to resolving that. I want to go back to Jarrell. So we haven't touched on you yet as you have been unceremoniously booted in both a figurative and literal sense at the seat of your pants by uh, the remains of the divinity of uh, Moradin out in, out in the void in this little church cathedral that you were apparently meant to find. You are now booted back and as you zip through the tumultuous cosmos and you can see like star systems like like swirling and boiling off in the distance little peaks of light flashing in some places even going out you can see bubbles of various sizes being towed by these red almost like fibers going through space all converging upon the central point you also seem to be converging on that point, heading even more rapidly than some of these bubbles. Okay, but I don't see any red strings attached to me. No red string is attached to you. You're just zipping through, like heading in the same direction, more or less, as those red strings are going. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Jarl would know kind of where those strings are coming from, even. Yeah, yeah, they kind of they were. They had been described previously uh, when you were looking, uh, looking at that the first time. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of ominousness. A little bit of dun dun dun. As you pass uh, kind of not terribly far from a bubble on the right. uh, You look in and you see. And this seems to be a pretty small bubble, just um, like a guy at a desk doing some writing on a sheet of paper. It's almost as if looking in through the window of a house and you zip on by. Hmm. Okay. All right, we're going to go back to uh, the rest of the party who have now arrived at the uh, the uh, inter uh, interstellar into something trebuchet. Um, when we arrived, do we see Boris still fiddling with it? Um, Boris is fiddling with things. She is out of your sight currently. Okay, just, just checking. Yeah. Um, 
be like, okay, uh, we're here. Let's just let's get inside. We're just going to start loading up right now. Uh, Excellent. Starting with Jarrell. Starting with Jarrell. All of you just head up onto the platform. Uh huh. Okay. Yes, we will all definitely together as a unit go walk up and get down to the platform. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Because you're the one saying things out loud, you can make the deception check. Okay, good. I'm good at those. I say this, I'm gonna bite my fucking tongue now. <laughs> Come on, baby. <sighs> okay, so something I did um, <laughs> what, <laughs> while I, leveling to while I leveling to twenty. I I love this so much when there's a die roll in immediately before any number comes out of their mouth, it's a qualifier that tells so, you that you've entered flavor country. So um, what, ha- what happened was when I leveled up to 20, <laughs> what um, had I, happened I, was I decided to forego one of my you know ability score improvements to myself take the lucky feat. OK, um, it's just and good I am going to burn one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just gonna that die roll never happened. It's just you know, take it take it a page out of Quinn's book. That okay? was that was a just classically hapless roll, wasn't it? It was uh oh <laughs> my god. So okay, no 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 no. Okay, so listen, Dave. So listen. Um <laughs> So the first roll was a three on the die, which would have been a 14, you know, which is like not great, you know, in these circumstances. Um, But then the second roll, you see the second roll is a one. Hmm. That's worse. I know my numbers. Bad either way, but take the one. That's funnier for flavor. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to choose. I think that when you re-roll with Lucky, you take... Oh yeah, it's not just giving you advantage, right? That's just a the full new on roll. Re-roll. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I should have this written in here somewhere. Let's see. Because you just you re-roll before the outcome is determined. It yes. just says roll an extra. It does say roll an extra. Um, hold on, I got to get the exact yeah. text on. Whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. You can choose to spend one of your luck points after you roll the die, but before the outcome is determined, you choose which of the d20s is used for the attack roll. Oh, ability there you check go. Or saving mm-hmm. throw. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading the same thing. I mean, listen, okay, like, I'm not taking the one. I'm taking Man. what would have been okay. the result of 14, also, which is good business. <laughs> yes. Um, because, no. Oh, <laughs> why not? I'm not going to be the one to blow up my own spot. God damn it. It would be I have to maintain though. this facade. I, I know it would be. And that's why I'm lucky. Hey, <laughs> although that was very much the opposite of what lucky <laughs> is supposed to do for me. And I'm somebody really was lucky there. It. it makes me really mad. Okay. I'm kidding. Okay, that was 14. Fan- that was fantastic radio. <laughs> that's true. I get that. That is that's you're welcome, I guess, for that. Um, but what does a 14 uh, do for us, Dave? 14 does what a 14 always does. Ambiguity. 
Okay. Are you? Are, and no, you aren't looking okay. I'm asking if you're looking okay. Somebody stuck a feather and a headband around your head. You're obviously not okay. Maybe you're hungover. Are you well, Jarrell? Jarrell, do you want to just explain? You know what? 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 What made you decide to? You know, put the feather in your cap, Jarrell. Not even a cap, though. A headband. It's like somebody's second coolest headband. <laughs> Jarrell. Hey. This would be the time to, you know, defend your choice of fashion, Jarrell. I mean, it's not their, like, least cool headband or something. That would stop. I'm like, but... I'm like, I'm like, I'm like subtly elbowing or like, you know, like just like kicking Quinn. Like, well, Jarrell, you should definitely defend your choice yeah, of fashion. We... <laughs> I'm trying to think how Quinn would respond to this because I know how Quinn would respond to this. Um, but you're trying to be Jarrell. I'm trying to be Jarrell, but I am also Quinn. He's trying so, to be Jarrell. Yeah, this is very, but this is very meta for me. Like I'm trying to be Quinn, think like Quinn, think like Jarrell, thinking like Quinn, but think like <laughs> Quinn because he's actually Quinn being Jarrell. Hey, listen, all Felix is looking for is for you to try. <laughs> I've learned to love feathers. You learned to love feathers. Yeah. But like feathers. They remind you know, me Quinn's... of a friend of mine. Yeah, you know, Quinn's been rubbing off on him a lot, you know, with the on account of the giant hat and lots of feathers, you know. It's just it's just, it was a it was a show of solidarity, that's all. You know, yeah, I I I've lived in Ul, right? Like I've seen adventuring parties. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess you're not the weirdest, but you might actually be the weirdest. Like Oh, thank you. You're you're welcome. <laughs> kind of leans in a little bit. Rolls a two on the die. All right. So, anyways, oh. um, we're just gonna we're just gonna load up, yeah. and go, it's just go gonna ahead be and go, go yeah. Go step yeah. on the launchinator. Make sure you've got everybody. And you're ready to go, and you, maybe you've got some like hero poses in mind or something. I hear that sort of thing helps. We definitely have a group pose that we've definitely practiced. Yes. So of course, you have. Fucking weirdos. And we, you know, together walk Jarrell up to the launchinator. <laughs> uh, where's Boris? Well, where is Boris? We cut to Boris underneath the platforms, uh, making a um, some kind of dexterity based throw. Um. Make me a check with your thieves' tools. Ooh. Uh, at 20. Yeah. An unnatural 20. Yeah. Oh, low for you. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a thing right up in front of you. It sort of looks like it was the wheel of a pirate ship once. Once. And it's had like a round board nailed to it that's kind of painted like a pie chart that has like fast, super fast, 
extreme and ludicrous. And it goes from um, so yellow for uh, fast, blue for super fast, red for extreme, and a plaid pattern for ludicrous. And right now it is set to fast. You feel like if you set it to extreme, we could really uh, make an entrance when uh, entering um, wherever this is that uh, Vecna has uh, stationed himself. Only extreme, eh? Well, it's on extreme. If you go or um, did I say extreme and then ludicrous? Ludicrous is you the said top ludicrous. Option. Yeah, yeah, was it that yeah. what it was? Yeah. I feel like ludicrous would definitely yeah. be more than extreme, right? Yeah. yeah. If you turn it from, you know, from just high to extreme, you, we could really make an entrance. There is also ludicrous, though. It, is, it exists on the dial. It is not set to that. I mean, Bor- okay, yeah. Boris starts by tilting it to extreme. All right. And then kind of like tests how secure she feels the pirate wheel is. That seems like the appropriate like, assessment. The Whatever the encoder for this is pretty good. Like, it's got nice, well-defined steps that it's not going to easily slip between, but that if you put a little effort in, will easily move it. And it seems like there's a few steps in each of those pie wheel areas as well. So Boris clicks it into low ludicrous. Okay. And then like walks out like, you know, slapping her hands from underneath the thing. All right. <laughs> that is what you do. Uh, you do slap your hands. Uh, you're still wearing an engineer's hat, right? Yep. Okay. Nice hat, Boris. Uh, come on, let's get on the launchinator. It's, it's time to go. Yeah, Forrest climbs gracefully. All right, Forrest climbs. Into the thing. Yep. So as the party lo- mounts the launch pad of the Launchinator, Flynn and Fletcher are standing on the far platform, the launch platform that uh, that Boris had made some adjustments to originally. A little bit of uh, construction work. Trying to actually make sure it was put together. Um, they're standing there, their hands on a lever on opposite sides of the platform. Flynn turns to Fletcher. Hey, Fletcher, I know what we're going to do today. And both of them just get these big shit eating grins. Um, you have Dr. Hines, who's on the top of uh, on top of this structure up on the gantry where uh, the slack lines are now being pulled taut from. Okay, so is everybody ready? And all in position. And all absolutely yes. definitely alive and ready to take on this fight. We definitely are. Does this is 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 Paradil about to blow up my spot right now, or is he gonna is he gonna? I stay have a quiet? question. What ah. if one of us was definitely well not de- what if one of us might not definitely be alive um ow it sounds I've been like feeling, a problem to have right now I've been feeling a little unshaky myself 
Like you think you're going to die? I mean, that's probably going to happen within the next few hours regardless, but um why did you specify that? That seemed important. Listen, I don't know. It made sense at the time, okay? Went there uh yeah, no, I say so it's fine. There's no risk at all, right? It's it's great. I mean, no, because everyone here is definitely alive. There's definitely a lot of risk. I feel like risk is like everything we're doing right now. <laughs> we're at like the pinnacle of risk. There is no more <laughs> risk beyond this. When they say how much risk, you can say none. None more risk. And if one of us were less than alive. Um. I guess we still kind of have to launch. It's not like we can wait for you to be alive again. All right, let's go. Yeah, perfect. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's fire away. We're ready. <laughs> Makes sense to me that this all checks out. Oh, hey, uh, do, do you want to take your frogman with you? Because he's kind of freaking us out over here. What did I do? I'm freaking somebody out. I mean, like, look at you, man. I'm normal. I'm just you a are, regular but, guy. Listen. I don't want to be that guy who, like, says that thing that way, but, like, it's the soup. Oh, it's, too like, it's, it's too no, good. It's too good. It's, like, embarrassing us. Like, oh, no. We look like people who can't make soup. I could teach you. Know, you. We could just, could you just, like, maybe, like, you know, since we already constructed one Launchinator, like, have, like, a backup Launchinator so that, like, if you see if things are, like, going badly, just, like, launch some more friends in to help. I guess we could no, just I'm coming with the Launchinator. But I'm coming right, with. Yeah. I'm going to climb on this Launchinator. I'm coming. I'm coming with you. No, no, no. Pe- Pregnart. Here really, I come. It's, it's, it's okay. No, 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 no. Wait, just, just, just Climbing wait for a minute. Up. Like, Climbing no, but maybe up. just like stay Climbing here up. for a little bit because you know it's really full. Because Jarrell's, you know, really heavy, and, and, and just it's it's one of those things where we have to, you know. But like, just like you, you just come on the second one. You, you can bring to do with you. Yeah, like your buddy to do. Are you sure? Somewhere. Yeah. No. Positive. I just want to be near Jarrell. There is a honking from overhead. Yeah, so like they could like you know just travel together and like you know don't worry we will definitely take care of Jarrell Pragnar. Jarrell, what do you think? Do tell him to stay here. Jarrell, and I, I'm, I'm again elbowing Quinn. Just tell him to stay here. Uh, Pragnar, we don't need your services. Thank you. You sound a little funny. Let's go. We have. We gotta go. Come on. Let's launch time. What do you we'll mean? See you later, what do you uh, mean? Goodbye. I sound funny. What is? What is wrong with you? What's going on? What's going on? Why does? Why Don't does worry about sound He's fine. Funny and he's weird. fine. He's, he's he just he sounds exactly like himself. He's just been training very hard. He was interrupted from a long rest. That's all it is. Okay. Come on, boys. Uh, launch us I don't now. Know. Let's go. This sounds. This he sounds very strange. Doing a whole lot of talking and then a whole lot of launching. Where are you right now, Pregnart? I'm like, uh, well, I was climbing up the the launchinator. Fantastic. Um, you are now right at the edge of the platform. Are you going to get onto the platform? Yeah, I am. Right. <laughs> Pregnart, we do you hear the honking you? of Doctor Didu overhead. Pregnart, please stay where you are. And in in the thing to be launched no, with you? No, no, 
and everyone's no. world goes white as the Launchinator engages. <laughs> and as you are launched upwards, you hit Dr. Do, and he is sucked up by your group and taken with you. Just a couple feathers fall down after. <laughs> oh, I love feathers now. Jarrell, you are zipping through space and you see what appears to be a white bubble zipping forward also ahead of you. Mm -hmm. You are catching up to it with some speed, but it is gaining it. It seems to have launched from somewhere with a lot of speed itself. Yeah. Can I steer myself at all? Yes, you can. Do you want to steer yourself closer to this? Uh, yes. All right. Um, with minimal effort, you're able to steer yourself through as this is the first you've tried. This is it just works the first time you think of it and your consciousness shifts and accelerates just a little bit to pull up behind this zooming bubble inside it. You see the rest of the party, their faces like pulled back, like, you know, through extreme G forces like as they're zipping through space. Pregnart and Dr. Dudu are part of this group, and they're just like all like like white knuckle grabbing whatever is next to them on this platform that didn't really have much on it to begin with like hanging onto their stuff and just like straining. You, however, feeling no such strain. You do see um, what appears to be your armor a rattling away in the claws of a large crab. Is there still a giant T-shirt on me and sunglasses with a nose and mustache? And, and a feather <laughs> in someone's second coolest headband wrapped around your head. Yep. And a bow tie and cummerbund. Able to catch up with my. Uh... Oh yes, bow tie and matching cummerbund. Right. Yes, that is all upon your armor, and it appears to have your body in it. I'll try to regain contact with my so, body. So, so you want to uh, re-enter your own body? Yes. Lord Jarrell to his own bod. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Where's Phil when you need him? Yes, it works. And you just enter your body and you can feel almost like a gentle warmth, like enveloping you almost like a glove wrapping around your hand as you fill your own body up once again. Uh, I was awaken. not dead. I was not dead. Ha -ha. <laughs> That's what we were saying the whole time. Yes. The second you entered the body, you feel the G-forces like right. you hadn't before. Is he still being held up by the crab, though? Yes, he's still being held up by the crab. Right now, the crab is the only thing having keeping him from falling backwards onto his armored ass. And I'm also going to... What are you doing here? Uh, and Jarrell will reach over and grab the Pregnart... Um, and pull him to a better seated or better, more comfortable position and cast Death Ward on Pregnant. I, I apparently made soup too big, too good, and uh, embarrassed people. And they said, 
You have to, you have to go because you made the soup too good. <laughs> and then you are, you had weird voice, and I said you sound weird, and I think everybody was lying to me. Uh, Jarrell takes off the sunglasses with the fake nose and mustache and the headbands. It, 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 this all sounds about accurate. Yes. Uh, where did you get this shit? <laughs> oh no, that was one of the weird things that was happening. It says right on the shirt where it came from, Jarrell. <laughs> She's right, you know. <laughs> also, why is no one else reacting to the ludicrous speeds that we are traveling at? Yes. All of space does appear to be plaid around you. We've got plaid. <laughs> Well, that's not helpful. Uh. Um, a quick flashback to Dr. Hines and the Innator. Ah, it wasn't supposed to launch that hard, was it? And Who's we he talking to? to? The, party. the, the boys. Himself, or oh. The boys, whatever. Yeah, got it. So hurtling through space hurtling through time, hurtling through the void, hurtling through what appears to be a red and blue tartan pattern, uh, you see an infinitely large blue wall in front of you. With a crash and clatter, your party is ejected out onto a desolate street. Buildings a desolate for- street. Yeah. Can we roll for hero poses as we come out of this? Uh... You know, sure. Roll for hero poses. I don't know what you're rolling. Roll whatever ability check feels good. Just let me know whatever your roll and modifier was, and if anybody rolled a one, because that's all I'm fishing for right now. What What would we add to that roll? Anything? I don't know. Whatever modifier you think would do it. Acrobatics is probably a good one, unless you think uh, like a performance check of some kind of do Yeah, better. I got a 12. <laughs> 37. 20 I got a modified price. I got a modified 20 for Paradil and a uh, 28 for Pregnart. <laughs> You're all doing hero poses. Yep. Not all are equally heroic. A 37 obviously has you looking like some sort of comic book heroine. A, um, what was it you had, Felix? A 12? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more sprawled out, but it's okay. You know, you didn't injure yourself. You didn't go clattering in front of everybody. It's just not quite as heroic. The crab looks awesome. Uh, I'm going to, I guess, just quickly issue like, okay, uh, did, did, did you t- take Pregnart and, and, and keep, take to the skies, keep an eye on us, and uh, things start looking hairy. Dive on it. Ah, will do. And uh, I get to uh, fly. To do. Yeah, just floop, flies down, grabs him with his feet. Wee! All right, 
Um, it's do or die. Let's find where this uh, this jerk is. And uh, I don't know, shove a sword through his face or something. I'm trying to see how far I've got to go back in my notebook to find my map of Tarantus. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, several years. It it really is like three quarters of the notebook. Oh, yeah. Tarantmus. Yes. Finally, Dark City Tarantus. You clatter to the ground in your heroic poses of varying heroicity on a desolate street in a dark city. Uh, the street goes off into the distance in front of you. It is maybe about 50 feet wide. There are buildings on either side, uh, stone on the first floor, wood kind of Tudor looking on the second and third floors to either either side. You'll notice, those of you with long memories amongst the party, off maybe a hundred feet in front of you and off to the right is the uh, West Tarantis Runner House. Hmm. In front of you, towards the center of the city, rising up into the sky, is what you saw before as a slightly pink tower. But now, as you get even slightly closer, you can kind of see it's most it's sort of mostly an off-white its edges are irregular and it stretches far up into the sky i'm willing to bet if i were an evil magic god person i'd probably throw myself from the top of that tower would you what do you think are you talking to somebody in particular yeah, just pr- probably. You're correct. The people around the people around me. Also, yeah, Jarrell, so good. So glad that you are definitely alive and always have been this entire time. Yeah, what yes. happened? What what I <laughs> I personally was not expecting Jarrell to suddenly become clearly alive during during that launch of all things. So, uh what? Yes, very much alive. Uh huh. And uh, do you remember anything about what happened? Uh, do, do you have any recollection of what was happening to you? Uh, uh, yes, it was uh, the power of hugs. And, you look a little uh, bloated. Yeah, uh, do I? Oh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, yeah, the power of hugs gave me more power than I had before. It's, it's pretty much what happened. I'm sorry, what? Yes. No, that's clear. That ma- that clears it up perfectly. Okay. Uh, I have many more questions, but none of them are really that relevant right now. Uh, glad you're here and definitely have been here the whole time. You know, we really couldn't do this without you. So uh, why don't you just uh, take that sword of yours and just point on and lead the way. Uh, Jarrell takes out the Sword of Justice. Which, of course, is glowing awesomely. Yes, it is glowing quite awesomely. Things are perilous. 
One thing you do uh, notice is that there are no people around of any kind. No mm. horrific creatures either, though, no. right? No, nothing. Great. To the tower? The tower is... Let's see. About two kilometers ahead, yes. So well, you've got some walking ahead of you. Yeah, well, we all can't fly, so we gotta we gotta get there the old-fashioned way. Boris considers her cape, but chooses to walk along with everybody else. And by walk along with oh, everyone else, you. I mean ride the spider crab. <laughs> all right, so you are moving along, and you do pass the uh, West Tarantis runner house on your right. We wouldn't have any reason to stop in here, would we? I mean, it's been mentioned by a disembodied voice twice that our attention has been called to it. Just a quick peep for old times? You could. Or it's just me giving you a landmark so you know where you are in a city you've already been in. That's a good point. I mean, I would see no reason to stop in there when I know that Vecna's not going to be hanging out in there. So, like... I'm going to be following Jarrell as we march towards the tower, and I'm definitely not leading the way. Uh, Jarrell might peek in to the runner house. All right. Looking inside, you see that the place is somewhat ransacked. Tables flipped over, some large gouges in the wooden floor. The bar where Frank used to tend is now somewhat destroyed as the middle of the bar has been smashed up. And the uh, runner leaderboard is nowhere to be found. There are no people in here. There are also no corpses in here. Fair enough. On we go? Question mark? Sure. Anything, Jarrell, anything that you were looking for in there, bud, or... Uh, no, I, I'm not. Uh, outside of this tower, I'm not sure exactly where we're supposed to be going. Probably just this tower, I would imagine. But I, that, right, yeah. Just you know, just making sure that you're all set. Um, yeah, let's go. And Jarl would definitely continue on towards the tower. I mean, I'm going to be looking around like kind of paranoid, you know what I mean? Just because like, I, you know, the fact that there's nothing around like just makes me, I mean, obviously we're expected, but like um, I don't know. I just I expected more resistance than this, I guess, like where Felix did. So it's just like it just kind of feels like eerie. That there's nothing happening. Quite yet. Yeah, things are super eerie. There is absolutely nothing going on. Great. Well, I mean, we're just going to keep, uh, you know, marching on. What even happened the last time we were in Tarantis? Well, uh, last time we were here, uh, there was a whole coronation ceremony that was about to happen. And then uh, it was revealed to be Vecna. And then he stole the city and we escaped in an airship. Oh, yeah. And we've seen like flashes of this floating dark city that he stole, like in many different story arcs. It's been teased quite a bit. 
That's about it. That's all we know. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's this city has been Vecna's for a while. And it looks like he's got a bunch of them that he's merged together. So that's great. It's great times. This is going to be super easy, I bet. Maybe. <laughs> Would I do that to you? Um, no. Uh, so we're going to, yeah, we're, we're going to just continue on to, to, to the tower. Now, okay, we, there was a ley line here last time we were here. There was. Um, it's just, a, is it just, a, is, it, is that where the tower this is This impossibly now? large tower is probably where the ley line was. Okay. At least you look in that direction and that's what you see. Right. All right. Yeah, we're just going to keep heading in that direction. Let's just converge our way over there. Yes. It remains dead silent here as you walk down the street. It's maybe about a kilometer away now. The tower reaches impossibly high. It is also very wide. It seems to be even larger than the... Uh, than the ley line area in the middle of the city. Any clear entrances or ways to ascend from out here? You are not close enough yet. Because okay. it is still a kilometer away. Right, it's just, just massive. Yeah. Um, do we call the, him out? The... Or do we fight him in his own tower? I don't know. No, man... Uh, we could call him out here. Are we ready? I don't think we're going to get any more ready. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I guess all we really have to do is say his name. We have to sound really confident. Uh, go ahead and why don't you give it your best shot, Jarrell? Why don't you why don't you do it? Jarrell I'm steps stand, forward. I'm going to stand back here. Completely immune to being afraid <laughs> and says, Vecna, fight us. Oh, okay. You're just going to say it. You're just going to come out and say it. Just go. Okay. There is no response yet. Well, dramatic motherfucker. Worked. What a drama queen. This Vecna. Uh, all right, then we keep. We, I, I say we keep heading towards the tower. Then, if you, you know, obviously, we're not going to fight on anyone else's terms, but Vecna's. We'll have to find a way to give ourselves an advantage once we kind of understand what the arena looks like here. Jarrell turns to uh, Felix, holding one of the, one of the Omni bombs. Uh, if you you think if we set these three to a minute and put them on all around the tower, it would break it. <laughs> I don't know what those do. And we've really <laughs> only explored, like, you know, the lower settings. So I'm not quite sure. Uh, do you think we can use these in some fashion to defeat him? Would these hurt it? I, Jarrell, I mean, they explode. I feel like that's worth something. Um, do we want to blow that, literally, uh, in on just trying to destroy this tower that was constructed by what's probably one of the most powerful beings that ever existed? 
Um, do we think that a bomb is really gonna... Perhaps we'll save them for later. That's what I'm thinking. What's our, um? What's the highest passive perception in the party? Boris's. Boris, what is your passive? 25. 25. You see a single figure walking towards you far down the end of the street. Can I recognize the figure? Or just is it at the there point ways where I, all I see is yeah. a figure? Yeah, just a person. Yeah, you're nowhere near close enough to pick out who it is. Paradil, as soon as we see our target, get the clip arrow ready. I was I was having some thoughts about that, actually. Yeah, well, what did the, tell me your thoughts? I guess we have we have a second here while this person ominously walks towards us. <laughs> If we fire Clippy at Vecna, I feel like that would be great if the curse took, but Uh, that might... If anything else, it would... Okay, the way I see it is that it might at least... He may not listen to its advice, but he might... It might forecast what he is trying to do is in since he does like to deceive quite a bit. All right, this is this is a good gamble. But it is a gamble. Oh, it's a gamble, buddy. Because we're giving our greatest enemy our most annoying weapon. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The figure gets closer. It appears to be it's tough to tell because it seems to be they only have half a face or the other half is scorched or burned away. How far away? Um, let's say 100 meters now. 100 meters? Yeah. Cause it Since was a when kilometer. do we... Yeah, you just change the whole metric system. Why? It was a kilometer away, now it's 100 meters. Oh, right. 300, 300 feet, feet away. Yeah. It's 300 sure, feet sure, away. Sure. All right, sure, you're sure, 300 sure. feet away, whatever. <laughs> well, that's... That's 100, 100 meters. I just want to be clear because I don't want it to be like 33 meters away and... Oh, if, well, you're talking you know, for spell ranges. Yeah, sorry right. about that. Yeah. Okay. So 300 feet away. Yeah, sure. 300 feet. Okay, so Paradil does load up the clippy uh, crossbow bolt. Okay. And so now you're both walking toward... Are you walking towards them or just letting them walk toward you now? I feel like we I walk think towards them. They're, okay. they're in the if, tower if I see, direction, if I, right? I was going to say, if I see Jarrell walking in their direction, I'm going to follow okay. Jarrell. Yeah. All right. As you get closer, now you can tell it is... Um, it, it's at least the body of, um, if not the person of Dr. Mudget. Oh, gosh. Oh. Scorched as he is. Hmm. Who's uh, Dr. Mudget? He's the, the guy who had the, yeah, he had the murder hotel. And, yeah. And he yeah. turned himself oh, into a big right, brain. Right, 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 right. I gotcha. Right here. That was a long time and, ago. That was yeah, pre-pandemic. We threw him into an, into an incinerator. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's mad at us, probably. So, uh, okay, save the clip. 
but uh, Drell, uh, go finish the job. And we'll be right behind you. Come on, he's already like you know, half incinerated. How hard could that be? Doctor Mudget walks up, holds out his you know holds out his two hands, like showing that he's unarmed. Well, one hand and burnt stump. Oh. Can we help you, Mudget? I've defeated you twice. His head turns up. His eyes are sad at first before his face almost wrenches into a contemptible sneer. You called me out. Here I am. I already have what I want. Why should I send my full form out to you? That's where I'm going to call this episode. Uh, oh, we're going to have to beat Vecna so many times. Uh, so, yes. Maybe. Possibly. Unless I stream What a coward. No, I'd say we should just call him a coward until, yeah. until he shows up with his real self. But if you like maybe it. bombing the tower is not a bad idea. After maybe, all. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to say I haven't considered it. But if you like us, we can be found on the internet. We're in such places as on Twitter and the gram. We can be found at Hapless Heroes on Facebook. Look for Hapless Heroes Podcast. All of those places, you know, in our varying usage of them, have uh, some sort of a link, some sort of pinned post, something in the bio maybe that leads you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server. And that's the place you really want to be to meet and greet and hang out with us. And, you know, talk D&D and not D&D and lives and food and pets and all those sorts of things. Come join us in our ever-growing community. If you really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. You're deep enough in this podcast and we are far enough into the future that you probably have a podcast service that you have chosen. If that podcast service allows you to leave a review, please leave us the most honest review that you can. Preferably it's five stars, but, you know be honest with it let make sure that the people who want to find us can and the people who don't want to find us can uh but uh whatever your review is we will read it out on air and recognize you as the five star person that you are yeah and actually i call we actually got another one on itunes uh this comes from warren dayton 1989 saying hapless heroes are the best been listening to them for a couple months yet and haven't caught up and i'm at episode 80 Listen to it on my walks to school and on my long car rides. They are funny and seem like they are having fun when they're not keeping secrets from each other. What does he mean? What does he mean? I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Love this podcast and this group of heroes. Hey, Warren Dayton, 1989. Thank you so much. Uh, You are a five-star human. Hopefully, you know, you've you've caught up at some point and you hear this. uh, Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. If you really, really like us, you donate to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash haplessheroes. We've got some reward tiers, but um, really in the end, it's, you know, if you want to uh, show us your support monetarily, we will show, uh, you know, we will show you, I don't know, what's the opposite of support? Because I, I feel like sometimes that's what our, uh, that's what some of our bloopers can be. That's, uh, yeah. you know, that's what some of our outtakes uh, may be. It's, it's they're it, pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's like self unhelp, but it we is, also and it's comedy. We 
and I should say, we also did get in, in the mail uh, the all of the one chip challenges for 2022. So a bunch of us are going to get together, uh, either at my place or Zach's place, and we're going to record a little, a little something of us uh, saying thank you to all of you who've donated to us while we torture ourselves briefly with spicy things for your entertainment. Um, I'm going to so, like it. And that's, yeah, I... I I'm gonna be okay uh, <laughs> eventually, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be a great time. So um, we'll try to get you know that uh, all edited down and uploaded after you know it's all said and done. And uh, well, you'll you'll see the result. It's gonna be something. I promise you that. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal. Legally change your name to uh, Chorizo J. Pragnart and build a car in the shape of an avocado and drive through the streets with a giant megaphone attached to the top and uh, declare yourself uh, um, chancellor of guacamole. And uh, also tell people that they should listen to our podcast. That's probably one of my favorite ones yet. I'm going to say that right now. That was excellent. I think Thank that you, someone friend. should do that right yes. now. Change, do it. change your name. Do it. Get that avocado mobile. Do it. Declare yourself. <laughs> just, just do it now. Not later. Now. Right now, Chancellor. Wink. Except for you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. <laughs> Don't do it. You'll All get drunk with power, Jeff, and we know how you are. In an attempt to avert your drunkenness with power, I'm going to outshow our cast so as to extricate ourselves as quickly as possible. Starting on, oh, we'll call it my left, with fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. The plan was always that Jarrell was never dead. I totally knew that the whole time. Definitely. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next Until time. next time. <laughs> 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 to his left, oh. we have Parada Lincoln Woods and Pregnart, played by Zach. God. Bye. To his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. That was the coolest Jarrell has ever looked. <laughs> and to her left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. The actor, and you're welcome. My name's Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.